Hey, everybody, welcome to the Spinner Rack. And man, do we have news? Do we have news? Do we have news? I'm here with my boy, Petey. Say, what's up, Petey? What's up? We got breaking news. This interview between Oprah Winfrey, Megan, Harry, oh my goodness, about the whole royal family. I don't know what to say what I just saw. I know typically we don't cover this type of stuff, but whoa, all I got to say is that, you know, some things hit the fan and um, wow. Basically in this interview, Megan is trying to explain, you know, that what happened to her while she was um, in England when she got married to um, Prince Harry and uh, you know, what the Goonie Google was going on and how her world changed. You know, there's been a lot of comment over the last couple of weeks as to, you know, oh, she should have been able to handle this. She should, what should she expect? And she's irresponsible for doing this. But this interview really killed it. It basically tells us that, you know, um, she felt trapped in a, in a situation she was in and her husband felt that history could repeat like his wife, Diana. So look, his I know- mother. I'm sorry, his, his mother. So I, I, I don't want to um, go over this whole thing, but I'm going to just highlight some main points with Petey. So I'm going to go to Petey. Petey, what are some of the most interesting facts that you saw come out of this craziness here? Well, um, this is a more was a more grueling uh, interview, not as lightweight as the Chappelle interview that Oprah did years back. And um, she basically asked her some tough questions and we found out that basically once Megan was in play, I guess somewhere after there, Australia, when they're going into Australia, they basically had no protection from the press. And this was uh, alarming for them since they had a party for the press, you know, in, you know, in their home, they were able to see the press get this party from, you know, from the Royals. And they kind of talked about the Royals as if it was a business, like it was the firm. Like, and it felt like, you know, the only thing that matters is the firm or the Royal family. So the thing of it is being attacked by the um, tabloids, saying a lot of things, and then them reacting to the tabloids and then them getting slammed even more or more so Megan getting slammed even more even to the extent of um, um, causing her to um, feel that she had nowhere else to turn. Oh, well, there that goes. Oh, you're still here, okay. So yeah, so we had that. And then we also had, I guess the bombshell of it, which wasn't necessarily a bombshell for me, was um, them saying, what would be the complexion of the baby? And this is one of the things I've experienced when I was, um, when I first moved to Jersey, not to say that there's no, you know, not to talk about racism as a, a whole, just the aspect of someone, in my opinion, this is what it was. People are gonna take it differently because of, um, you know, ultimately a person of her complexion, right? They're looking at it and that's the hard thing to say. They're attributing that the baby's gonna become a darker complexion because there's some black in her and that's going to cause the baby to have this thing. And it's just, in my mind, that's very much a race reminder because that's what I would get where they would, people would say things to remind me that I'm a black person when I wouldn't necessarily turn to, to white people and say that I was black. I was just doing my, living my life and then someone would try to say something or say something 
with some sort of accent or that sort of thing, or attribute something of color of darker complexion to me. And I'm like, the, the difference between me and so the, the white people that I knew at that point, maybe since you know I've been protecting from the sun, it's, I'm a, even lighter than I was when I was younger, but it's like, I'm not, I don't have that much color for anyone to be attributing any color to it. So that's, and I know that's gonna be the tougher thing, but it's just one of those racial reminders. So this is one of the things that all pressure came down on them and they got some help, I think they said from Tyler Perry and they, to help them figure out what they were gonna do and in this time. So, you know, it's one of those things where they've been the buzz, they're, they're in the, you know, they're buzz and everyone wants to find out about them and they want to find out if she caused this and she wanted to pull him away from the, um, you know, from the royals. And you find that it, basically they just wanted protection from the press to give them a break. And since they weren't playing with the press and not showing the baby, things got worse, so. Yeah, I mean, it's just um, astounding some of the things that you hear coming out. I mean, I'm not even sure how to describe it. I mean, there are points where they're trying to say that, hey, it could this have been like, uh, you know, I mean, could this have been recent like this? Uh, I mean, it, it, look, in the article, what we're basically seeing is they're talking about, um, they're talking about, uh, are they, are they, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just so totally tongue twisted by this thing. Like, can you really believe in this day and age that, you know, they would go through this whole thing with the royal family and after the thing that happened with Diana, you know, that they wouldn't have improved or, or changed the, the process. You don't bring someone brand new straight out the box and say, hey, you know, these, this is what you have to do. There's no training, there's no nothing, there's no support, it looks like, you know, and say, hey, you're, you're basically on your own. And then on top of that, you know, you don't want to say it, but, you know, you don't, when you see Marco, you don't see her naturally as black, of course, right? But what do you mean? The racist, the racism. That what do you think you don't see her naturally as black? I'm saying your first impression of her, you don't say she's a black woman right away, right? That's not the case. Come on. This is the constant argument. Hold on. In, let me finish my point. I'm saying in the black community, yes, they don't they say they want to find out what she is. In that community, They've already figured it out. They know what it is, and they're reminding her of what she is every two seconds. When I first saw Meghan Markle in suits, same with you. I'm saying you, not them. They saw her what she was. They they didn't need any sort of thing. They already knew what she was, and they're calling it out, else they wouldn't worry about what the complexion of the baby was. So what you're you can't put what you think and how. Everyone else says we need to find out what it is. They saw her as black, and that was it. Got it. I see your point now. But, you know, it's also the way they didn't protect her, you know? I mean, ridiculous. I mean, so some of these articles that you see that they, like, like you were just saying before, they have a whole situation with the press whereby um, the, 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 they have a whole thing where they throw parties for the press. So, so, you know, they need each other. The press basically gets these great stories. They get these great um, situations where they can have access to the, to, the, to the royals and the royals get all this free press and stuff like that. And you're like, wow, why, why can't they protect her? Like here, this, this story about the avocado morning sickness, you know, Kate morning sickness cure, Prince William's gifted with an avocado for a pregnant duchess. And then they turn it around. The same newspaper, The Express, 
You know, it goes, Meghan Markle's beloved avocado linked to human rights abuse and drought and millennial shaming. You're like, yo, what the goonie Google is going on? Why would it be so different? But these are the type of articles that kept on coming out and out. And you can see, you know, that the, 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 the Megan is like, you know, why are they just like totally hating me? What am I doing wrong? What's going on? And there's no thing for no one coming from the from the from the royal office or whatever they call it. Buckingham Palace and saying, hey, yo, you guys need to cut it, especially with the relationship that they have with members of the press saying, yo, chillax with that madness. You know, don't go through, you know, this stuff is totally wrong. You got it totally wrong. You're like, yo, just keep stuff behind your back and, and don't and don't work for it. You know, it's just it just sucks, bro. It just totally, totally sucks. You know, I I, I don't even imagine she stayed. She stayed there as long as I thought that she did. You know, she would stay because it's like crazy. I would have broken to China and left, you know what I'm trying to say? You know, broken all the glasses and stuff. Say, I'm out of here, bro. I can't deal with this. And the fact that she was nearly suicidal, that she felt suicidal to the point where, you know, it's, it's a shame. And they're telling her, don't, you know, we just don't have anything, no support. There's nothing here. And to boot, they have the nerve to be doing an investigation on bullying. When you have someone like Prince Andrew had that whole Epstein case, right? The, the mm -hmm. Epstein case where he had was supposedly seen for an underage um, young girl who was being treated like a prostitute. He was down with Epstein for years. That was one of his good friends. And yet that that just is quiet. There's, he doesn't lose his honor. He doesn't lose um, anything. He just was just quiet down. And when people were going after him, the, 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 um, the palace was like, yo, no, this you guys got this wrong. This wasn't really happening. You're like, yo, what's going on, bro? What's going on? You know, What's your take, Petey? Well, I mean, the the hard part is is you know treating someone like an outsider, you know, and that's the thing that's going on here is trying to keep her as an outsider, and it's and this is more interesting, kind of feeling like she took, you know, their royal, like this person took their royal, and it's an you know I guess maybe even though she obviously. Diana was loved, then there's always negativity and rumors and all that other stuff about her as things went on. And um, I don't know, it's just one of those things that's just not, it should have been, it should have been a grace period because you want to have a push pull, but they wanted to have control of it. They want to say, well, you're here, but you can't, you can't decide on what's going on. We decide us and the Royals decide. So that was hard to hear. Also knowing that, you know, you know, with Kate Milton, she got the the Royal treatment, you know, she got the, the rear of the year. She got to be just the basic, oh, this is just the hottie. Like we just was treated as a, you know, as the beautiful wife, whereas, you know, Obviously, Meghan Markle is beautiful, but then it's like, oh, this is usurper. She's trying to take him and take our stuff. So we're gonna then that, the, the show of strength of taking, removing, you know, all of um, it, uh, taking away all of his um, support. That's really terrible, you know. So. Yeah, I mean, it, it completely sucks, and it's it's you know, again, it's like, what what are you? I'm just to me, it just seems like a job interview gone bad. You know what I'm trying to say? That they put they brought someone in and said, hey, you know, sink or swim, basically. 
you know, or they didn't like the fact of what happened. Like you were mentioning the Australia trip that, hey, this looks like, like something that's going to happen with Diana again. So let's not, let's not rock with it, you know? But I thought that what, one thing that I thought was very interesting was something that Harry brought up. And I don't know if, um, if you picked up on it, where he's like, you know, this, this was a great opportunity to try and change the way um, the Royals were. You know, you have someone who's of, 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 of mixed race who, you know, practically represents a lot of your, um, um, the Commonwealth that they're part of, right? Where countries that two thirds of the Commonwealth are people of color, right? You have also a, a young woman who was a working woman, you know? You have someone who was an actress, someone who was always talking out. This is somebody that you could use and why not grab that and say, yeah, let's use this. They, they didn't do that. And so just to show you a map of the Commonwealth, you know, of nations for the British, you know, where the queen, a lot of these countries, she's still the queen uh, of these countries. You have in the Caribbean, you got Jamaica and many of the little island states out there. You have Falkland Islands, you know, you have, um, you have South Africa, you know, Kenya, Tanzania, she's still here. These are all members of the, of, of the Commonwealth. Uh, India, I mean, why not Australia, New Zealand, Papa, uh, not Papua New Guinea, but why not take advantage of this? Why not, you know, try and say, hey, you know what? This is a great opportunity to show that we're trying to be inclusive. This is a great opportunity to see someone who's reached out to other demographics, other people and say, hey, you know, no matter where you are, we are part of one, you know? It's just, it reminds me of that whole Brexit argument where they were saying, oh, let's Brexit, let's get away from the rest of Europe. We don't want to be part of them. We want to be who we are. And that's the argument that you come out with, you know? It, it, it's just, again, it's just whoever is running the PR in the, uh, in the, in for the, for the um, queen is just like, yo, they need to be fired, <laughs> right? Well, I mean, I think um, Harry kind of helped her out in the end because he kind of turned it into, you know, he's still talking with his, you know, grandmother and this is the most he talked with her and leaving the his brother and father as kind of the ones that are towing the line, that, that aren't bending, so kind of gave her a break in this. Well, she could have been the one that's talking about the color of the baby. <laughs> I think that, that um, you have, um, you have, look, I think the queen is an ultimate statesperson, ultimate diplomat. You can't, mm -hmm. in that type of um, places, you have people who, who um, they know how to talk to people, right? You know, you know how to be polite. You know how to, how to, um, you know, present it in such a way that uh, you, 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 you know, you're not going to insult anybody. She's been dealing with this for like what 60, 70, 80 odd years, so she knows what she's doing. And I'm not saying that she's she's mean. She's probably a nice, very nice lady. Like she said, like grandmother, she gets along with them. But you know, the fact that the brother, I could understand the brother. Um, the father is a little bit more uncomfortable. The reason I'm saying I can understand the brother is because- What can you understand about the brother? So he is, you know, not in terms of the relationship between the two wives, of course, they're having problems and naturally you're, you're gonna to stick to your wife versus the other. But in terms of, you know, when Harry leaves the, 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 the royal family, she leaves the royal family, they have a lot of work. They have a lot of engagements. A lot of them have to go to, right? Mm -hmm. And that's part of the job. That's one of the reasons that the, the British government pays them to do these type of things and be available to do these type of things. But 
if they're no longer there, and I think this is the point that they were making, then it falls on other members of the families to pick up the slack. Like, you know, if we're going to go to all these events, it has to be divided amongst others to do these type of things. Um, I think, and so he probably may have felt like a little resentful on that. Like, yo, now, yo, you're going to leave me and I have to do all this stuff. And we're brothers and bros, you know, but Harry has to take care of his family. He's like, yo, she's under stress. She's stressed out. She's not doing well. We need to make a change. And all they, and according to them in the in the interview, they're just basically saying, "Look, we just we don't want to be, make a cut. We just want to separate someone, you know, like some of the others. Step back, have a life, you know, without so much pressure where we have to go here. We got to go to this trip. We got to do this, you know. We want to like, you know, gel. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and who doesn't want to do that, right? Who doesn't? It's it's just crazy. Well, it's a, I mean, uh, it's one of those things where you. Well, I mean, what they say is, but that's the thing. What will the spin be tomorrow? Well, can we really believe the spin? I mean, after the crap that they said the other day? I'm not saying to, I'm not saying to believe it. I'm saying that, you know, it will be a spin. There will be a spin tomorrow, you know, the next day. Uh, and trying to put it in terms where people can feel that they're still at the wrong. Oh, they went to Oprah. They didn't go to whatever people feel is the right place for them to go to, you know, rather than say, hey, these guys have a, a, a reasonable argument against things. They have a reasonable thing that they're trying to say. So why would we, um, excuse me, why would we, why would we take in what they have to account? What, you know, saying, you know, that she said, I think that they had a one, they had a, a loss, a baby, you know, one that didn't, you know, possibly from the stress, but I mean, it's one of those things where yeah, it's like they they explain what they did. This idea that the queen was was blindsided is, is still going through these people, and you just have to remember that it's um, they're they're two people, and they didn't you know saying they signed up for it doesn't mean they get to be run over by the the press. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and you know, I want to show you a, a letter from. A group of women MPs, you know, from that 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 they were concerned, and this is dated what 2019, that about this whole thing with Megan. Like here it is. There's a letter from the women MP, their madam, uh, a different political persuasion. Well, they they were concerned about what they did, what they described as outdated colonial undertones to some of the stories about her. You know, as women members of, of Parliament from all backgrounds, we stand with you and saying it cannot be allowed to go unchallenged. And, this is what I'm saying. You, like they said, 72 women, 72 women from Parliament, the British Parliament, came out and said something. And what did the uh, the Buckingham Palace say? Zilch, nada, completely nothing. And you're like, wait a second. These are the people. First of all, your family members, and second of all, this is the business that you're in. Why are you not uh, helping, jumping in, and starting to say some stuff here? You know. It's, it's, it's just, uh, bro, I'm just totally astounded by the story. Totally, completely. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough one. Yeah. And, but I mean, ultimately things became more about what the father said, you know, basically saying that this is um, someone possibly not worthy of, of, of Harry. And, you know, ultimately, you know, with two kids and no matter how it ends up or if it ends up where they do separate, it's not about that. It's like giving them the time to figure it out and try to make a go of it because it's hard enough 
to stay married. And, you know, even the, you know, uh, Charles and Diana, they didn't, you know, they weren't able to keep it going, but we had the two boys and, um, you know, now they're men. And that's the ultimate thing to remember. And that's the thing that you don't want them to break up, but you don't force them to be in a place where it's like, well, I, you know, I didn't know it was going to be this bad. <laughs> and then to, um, you know, it's a, at this time you could see, you know, definitely see, you know, she's, um, you know, she like, she's in, you know, in the pregnancy, you can see it in her face. It's a time where she shouldn't be stressed out about it. I totally agree. I mean, she had a miscarriage earlier I mean, yeah. last year. And now, you know, like I'm thinking like what the queen did was going on. So here I wanted to share with you also the popularity of the Royals here in the U.S., right? So I, can you see the graph? Yes. By YouGov, you know, this is not like the best scientific, but it's a general thing. People a lot of use, they use these things. They've been doing it for a while. Um, there's an error of like 4.4%. 4, 4, 4. So of course the queen is favored 68%. She has very low unfavorable ratings at 14, you know? You got Prince William, of course, is popular, 66%. Then you have Kate Middleton, his wife, who's popular. That's the rear of the year. She won it one of those times, in between the times that um, Carol Vorderman. No, that was, that was her sister, I believe. Huh? You think Kate Middleton got it? Did her sister got it? Her sister got it. Did get it one of those years? Yeah, it was a sister. And then you have Prince Harry. He was 62, so he's not that far off. And then Megan, you have, actually, if you do one, two, three, four, five, she's at 57%, at least in the States. But she has high negatives at 29. Prince, um, Prince Charles, he's all the way down at 34% here in the States. Oh, I mean, come on. In the States, they're never going to forgive him for... For Diana, exactly. So yeah. that is like... <laughs> Wow, you're like holy crap, you know. And, um, which one? Which one went to the the Pedo Island? Was it <laughs> the last one at twenty six percent right here? You know. Uh, I mean, but they don't have. They don't have a. The thing is, like, you know, they got real dirt, but they keep showing that that dumb picture where where he's standing next to the person. You can't really say anything. It just shows they were in the same room. Doesn't mean he, he went through those things, but that means since that person is saying this stuff, they have worse pictures. So show us the worst pictures, but they don't want to do that yet. So you know, anyway. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is here, you know. But I mean, of course, in 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 UK, it's a total different spin on it. You know, like who's who's popular and who's not. Let me show you this one right now. You know, the same country, the same group we're using, you know, and uh, just just to show you how different people are there. And of course, it probably matters a bit more there. So the most popular person, which I kind of think is not, but the, but this is what they have down. Prince William is more popular than his, his grandmother, uh, the Duchess, um, Queen Elizabeth II, 75 to 73%. Then you have the Duchess, his wife at 67, the one that made her cry, and then Princess Anne, which of course the crown didn't make her look too good. And then Prince Philip at 49%. And so I think the granddaughter, then Prince Charles at seven, Prince Harry at 41. You know, the British press has done a serious damage to them. And of course, if you go all the way down to number 11 for Megan at 32, you know, so, which is still better than some of the others. Prince Andrew. The Duke. Huh? The Duke of York is sitting there on the bottom. But he's still 6%. I mean, he's still bad. He's worse in England than he is in the US because they've been slamming him. But you know they don't they don't push this stuff up. I mean, 
yo, just amazing, bro. Freaking amazing. It's like, you know, I mean, I, I watched the whole crown by accident and I was like shocked. I, I thought it was all, I'll tell you right now, I thought it was all uh, fake, you know, but after hearing some of this stuff, I got like, yo, this bananas, yeah. bananas. You know, again, they need to hire uh, a marketing, uh, a PR company, <laughs> you know, one of those Hollywood guys, spin doctors to get this thing taken care of. And how they want to go, they want to bring up bullying charges against her. On that list I showed you, you're trying to tell me no one else here. What on charges this, they want to bring up against her? She, she got people fired and stuff like that. You're trying to tell me of all these royals, none of them were treating other people badly. I mean, Princess Anne, you know, I'm not saying they did. I'm just saying that you're trying to tell me after all these years, the newbie comes in and she just starts cracking eggs left and right, you know? None of these other people have done it. And there's probably, there's, there's a lot more than this in the royal family. This is just some of the, the ones here. You know? So I, I don't know, it's just crazy, you know? And, you know, Prince Charles doesn't do himself any favors. Yeah, you're telling me seriously, Prince Charles is more popular than Prince Harry. This is the dude who practically left his wife for, for someone else, you know what I'm trying to say? And who in the States, they hate him because they think he, he directly contributed to Diana's death, which I don't think is the case, but they did break up. Boy, all I gotta say is, Goony Goo Goo, what the heck is going on? If these guys were superheroes, it would be, <laughs> you know, I, the Justice League will be out of business by now, right? Well, the other thing is, what is it? Um, the idea that Kate, they said that that Megan made Kate cry. And she's like, no, it was the reverse. Yeah, I know. But so the lying stories, bro. Mm -hmm. Lying stories. And they, how can you not protect someone if this is true? But you see, again, it's, still, it's they're going to start doing an investigation on her on bullying. You know, let's say it's true. But then what about the rest of them? No one else. It's just until she came to that family, no one else bullied anybody. I can't imagine, you know, supposedly um, I've heard stories. I mean, now that I've been going through down this rabbit hole of stuff that Prince Andrew was, was pretty bad. Princess Anne supposedly this is what they said was pretty bad. You know, I don't know. It's like bananas, you know, they're just trying to hit back on her really hard. And um, I, whoever's running their PR stuff doesn't know what the hell they're doing. They just found that, oh, she's just an ungrateful person and that she, um, you know, she needs to, to do some, she needs to get over it. Yeah. I mean, I say that if you ask me what they should do, yo, cut the government springs on that. Don't pay them no money. Let them be the royals on their own, you know. But the government doesn't want them talking, having, per, having per, um, opinions, you know. Their opinions can only be from the government. They don't want them having any opinions, you know. But if you cut the the... And the, what the ninety three million dollars they get, then you know, they're, they're super rich. What are you talking about? You know, let them charge tourists to come to Buckingham Palace, right? You know, if the government wants to take over that stuff because they're saying it's uh, government property, then you know, go to your old palace. People are going to come to England to see him anyways. You know, charge, you know, but like twenty bucks a pop or whatever. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a tough one, and. Um... Um, it felt like Oprah was trying to sort of answer the question, ask the questions that kind of put the blame on Megan, but she held up. She tried to get them to out whoever said, said, said she might have a black baby. You know, I'm trying to out that person, but she held, she held strong, you know, so, um, and I think that's the thing. You can't, don't, there's no way 
that's always what I feel is a racial reminder, which is, um, you know, not nice. And it's, you know, kind of the bully thing, but it's not something that I think is actionable, but social media is actionable. So it could turn into a big thing where someone is, that rating is going to take them down, down, down. But you see the ratings right now uh, for the UK is different from what it is in the United States. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, let's not, let's not say, let's be serious too. Megan is embarking on a whole new life, her and her husband. And so, you know, getting this type of publicity the same way that Diana also spoke out after she left the royal family and talked about stuff made her even more popular. You know, I know that's cynical, but you got to take it from both sides. They, they both were trying to protect themselves. I'm going to put a pause on that one to take it from both sides. I'm going to put a pause on that one. Take it from both sides. I don't get what you're talking about. You said that's what you said. You said he's, he had to take it from both sides. So I'm going to say. Royal family side. And I'm going to put a pause on that. You know, like when you say pause, I'm saying pause. You don't know the pause game? Take it from both sides? No, I don't know the pause game. Oh, let's keep move on. Move on. <laughs> Yo, why, why do you go all extemporaneous on us on these type of things sometimes? Stick to the script, bro. <laughs> yeah. Look, I think um, look, the interview was pretty good. Oprah did a pretty good interview. There were some questions that couldn't be answered because they're probably too personal, too close. And so they didn't give those. You know, but I, I guarantee you, it looks as though they may have ammunition if they want. They have letters, like they said, emails and, and calls and discussions with people that they had. You know, she clearly told her friends and he clearly has, has spoken to the people through. So, again, I just still don't understand even why it's even going through. I mean, you, you, she, she was the perfect person to use. I mean, like Grace Kelly, she goes over to uh, Monaco. I know she had a hard time there. And I assume, but she, she's toughed it out. She made it work. You know, I'm trying to say they made it work for her, too. You know, the glitz and glamour yeah. of Hollywood coming over to Monaco. But here it's like, pff, you know, it, it, it was just, just too much. Is it obvious it's racism? Is it obvious it's just that they don't, they're just out of touch? Especially after the whole Diana fiasco? I don't know. It's well, just, that is, that, I mean, that's what, ra the thing, that's the hard part. That's what racism is, is what you have. One, where I know they're on, you know, on Kate Middleton's back. But they weren't kind of saying she's she's um you know she's causing she wants the the queen to be you know hung out out of, out of the window from her feet like stuff like that just sensationalism that sort of I mean the basic treat difference in treatment is where it's you know the I guess it can't be called subtle but that's what it is and once we since we don't get to see it because that's the, the difference of people. When you don't have, that's what Harry was kind of saying. None of it would come up because they ultimately had no issue with black people until you have someone in there every day. And then you're like saying, hey, I should ask this dumb question. I should react to this. Hey, why is she doing that? You know what she comes from, she not come from royalty. So we're gonna have to kind of teach her how to do this. And, you know, the press, and this is basically like trying to do like, you know, it takes a village to keep this chick in line type of deal. And it's like, you know, she's a person of her own mind. And, you know, why would she? That's what the whole point of him 
getting connecting with this person outside of the loop instead of sort of a planned, arranged thing where they just come and show, show out and have kids. This is a regular relationship. So, you know, is but it, I think- Is it, huh? I mean, I, I kind of felt that he wanted to get out. And so he, um, he found someone who was outside and come on, you're trying to tell me he didn't think about like, you know, she is so outside the norm of the royal family. It's a pretty insular world that they live in. You know, they go to, they, they deal with the same people, people with titles, people who know this world, people who know how to move around this world. Even um, what Kate, I was reading something that she went to these Tony private schools like he did, so like her brother did. And so that's how she got around with those, even though she wasn't necessarily titled like those. And she had money. And here mm -hmm. you have, I mean, you can make changes. Even even Diana, who was, uh, I think her brother was an Earl, her family was was part of that whole thing. And yes, she found it difficult to deal with. She was so young, so inexperienced, and so no training again. But I think for me, it looks to me that he's still handling issues from his mother's passing, you know what I'm trying to say? And he looked at this as an opportunity to come out. Whether he prepared her, it didn't seem as though she was prepared you know, to what kind of madness this would be. It, it, you know, like he said before, they were together, you know, all the time. Like most people go out and date in, uh, in, uh, I think he's in James Corden interview that he had when he was on the bus, uh, the double-decker bus. He says, how I work with them is that most people go out and date, go in restaurants and go to movies and stuff like that. Not them, they have to do it inside. And so you get to know someone better when you're just you two privately dealing with each other. But then when you go out to this whole thing, when you're introduced and you're now his girlfriend, everybody's going to be throwing pot shots and stuff like that. So it's, uh, it's, it's pretty sad. But I wanted to show you something real quick before I, uh, another thing, this is the Daily Mail, right? One of the papers that she just won a case and about them, the, the story, some of the stories that they did, they took her father's writing, her, her private letters to the, to the, to the to, to, for, to her father and, and, and had the invasion of privacy. They've written some pretty nasty stories about her. But what I wanted to show you is that they, of course, they talk about the interview. Well, you go, let's slow down for a second. Because we, now we have an example of what's going on here. Can you go back up to the top? Like, this is what they lead with. Yeah, I wanted to kill myself. You see how they spin it? It's like, there's so much other things, you know? Oprah interviewed bombshells. Megan claimed she was suicidal when she was five months pregnant. Claims. They, the, these phrases that they use, Megan makes sensational, sensational claims. I know, I know. It's just like, <laughs> listen, I got to get ready to wrap, wrap this up. But I wanted to show you one story, too, in particular, when you go down here, um, that, you know, they're already putting spin on it. And they're saying, where is this thing here? Sorry, a couple of minutes ago. Um, here. So you have the royal experts, right? These guys are saying self-indulgent selfish Harry and Meghan, as they say, Queen will be absolutely devastated by the astonishing Oprah interview. You know, like, what the goo? You know, they put down, cry me a river, the plight of being a game show host who's suffering in a palace with Oprah on speed dial with Beth, you know, I mean, come on, man. It's like, why are you slamming her? British viewers call on Prince Harry and Meghan Markle to be stripped of their titles would be disrespectful to the Queen or bombshell Oprah. Like, what world are these guys living in? You know, did you find it? I didn't find it. Um, I didn't find it at all disrespectful. You know what I'm trying to say? But. It's yeah, it's, it's one of those things where, where you see this sort of thing happening and how do you fight against it? 
how do you stop that sort of nonsense where they're already saying claim witness is just like, we know what the press was like, so we can't sit around and act like, oh, they just had a, you know, they showed the press the stuff that they were being said about them. They need to say something to say how they're unbiased rather than what they're doing, which is just saying, hey, these are claims, you know, and that's, I mean, I don't know. The, the thing is, is that there's nothing ingen you know, ingenuous about what she was saying. It seemed, you know, like there was this was something that she was going through. They need to say, if that's the case, pull out their proof, but they all they have is a sensationalism. So they're gonna try to fight back against it and it's just wrong. I know. Well, bro, I it's a long night. Gotta head out, we need to wrap it out. Last question I have for you is, do you think it was a good interview? Yeah, yeah, it definitely was. Definitely was. So it's a good interview. Um, you know, at the but the hard part is is that you know she's an actress, so you go into it saying, well, how much is this an act, and how much is this real? And um, you know, it felt like a, you know, this was what she was going through, and. You know, she ultimately didn't want to have to say that she was suicidal, but she, you know, she kind of felt trapped. And when you struggle with that, that's what it could lead to. So, yeah, I think so too. I think it felt very real, felt very raw. It felt, you know, I mean, you, you're right. That whole thing with the actress is she putting on a show for us. But there were just so many things like it's just so embarrassing. Like, why would you say some of the things that you're saying? I mean, we gotta understand, you know, California lifestyle is a little different than, than other places and stuff. But I also understand that, you know, you, you get into a situation and you really don't wanna talk about what's really going on. And, uh, but, you know, I, I give it, you know, you, in this world, life is short and you gotta be happy. You know, yeah. Things don't work out sometimes, they just don't work out, but you gotta be happy. And um, it, it's a shame that it's, it's also your family. You wanna always try to work with your family. And she's, she's gotten it from her father his side of the family you got the whole thing from now his um harry's had to deal with some of the stuff from his family so it's, it's pretty um it's pretty rough bro well that's why they call them outlaws i mean in-laws <laughs> so listen spin rack out